Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Crash Test Dummies, the song. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Once there was this boy who got into an accident and alone. Remember that song? Once there was a girl who wanted me to kiss her, but I bumped my head. How come there aren't more uh, famous people? Bands where the whole gimmick is the guy sings really low and then uh, <laughs> that's it, and they have a few songs and then they stop. Superman uh, never made any money saving the world from Solomon Grundy. Well, we've now Sometimes broken. Despair. We've now broken copyright officially. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful group. So this is an exciting day for uh, the three of us because we have a special guest in studio here with us. And he's a fabulous comedian. We love him. Let's give it up for Tim Gilbert. Oh. oh, no, sorry, Chris. Oh, you said fabulous. Oh, I guess I'm on all the time. Yeah. But oh, we- my God. I blew it. I screwed it up. What's our guest's name? Tim. Me- I oh, did Chris, it no. again. <laughs> Chris, I keep going. We lo- you're f- amazing. It's just we're talking oh, about a guest, someone who's visiting us. So the guest is Tim <laughs> Gilbert. Hi, everybody. <laughs> now, Tim, before we even get going here, I love what you're doing, the mic right up to the mouth. Sometimes we forget to tell that to guests, and I'm just letting you know. Put, pretend that mic is an ice cream cone and put it right into your mouth. You so, got it, James. Some of these guests we get. Uh, they don't have you know, two brain cells to rub together. Do you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I've seen some of the guests you've had on this show, and I've thought, okay, interesting choice, but go ahead, guys. I'm not the boss of your pod. God knows if I was. Speaking of guests on shows, <laughs> hey, Tim, yeah. didn't we see a show advertised today on Instagram that hurt our feelings? Oh, yeah, we did. What was that? We did get our feelings hurt by a show Does we saw Does someone have an album release party show coming out? Oh, me. Yes. Uh, November 15th. <laughs> awesome, at dude. Reposado. Now, the thing yeah, is. Yeah, we're so happy for you, Mike. We were so happy when we saw that we you were We were like, look at Mike's party Oh, he's yeah. Having. This looks like such a fun well, time. May I, may, I, said. may I have a chance to speak for a moment? <laughs> so, Chris. Please, Mike. Please be our guest. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Well, mm. so. Two of you will feel better at the end of this. One of it's you won't. Okay. Chris, you Come performed. On. You got to switch at, it up. You performed at one of my album recording nights. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. And you had a great set. Thank you. And you did too. And the James, album's going to be amazing. Thanks, James. Oh, yeah. You didn't, but you were performing at the album release party, right? Oh, I appreciate that. I see. Yeah. You've got a whole map of fairness I appreciate in your that. mind. <laughs> Tim, yep. do you want to come to my album release party? Yeah, I would no, love to. Yeah, have fun. I'd love to. I'd no, love no, to. it's too late. You can't take Tim away from me. 
Um, we'll see what I'm doing that night, you know. I would love for you to come. I'm going to go you. to the party no matter what. Oh, come we're on. going Thanks. to the party. Yeah, the we're going to the party. <laughs> we're going to ruin the show. We're going to ruin <laughs> the show. Well, we like we do every show. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you guys no, but hurt honestly, my feelings. Congratulations. Thank you. And you guys hurt my feelings because you're doing a show called The Two Draculas this Friday. So this is being released on Thursday. October twenty yeah. sixth at and the your Paradise show? Theater on Bloor, where we did the live Evil Men, if y'all remember, mm-hmm. that, and we killed yes. it. Yes, and Tim and I are going to kill it as the two trackers. But are you going to say you're not invited? Well, well you hurt my feelings <laughs> because you're going to be in the UK. Yeah, that hurts our feelings. That hurts our feelings because first. you could have done the show. Fair yeah. enough. Fair Instead, enough. You're going to be out eating. Blood pudding. (laughs) (laughs) She she said blood pudding. We're gonna be. What did you think I was gonna say? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna be over in the UK eating blood pudding. (laughs) That's what they eat, right? They do eat it. They do. Well, I like it. They also eat Yorkshire pudding, which is fucking delicious. Oh yes. yes. May I point out, we're four guys Hmm. whose business is hurting each other's feelings, (laughs) and business is good. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, we are looking forward to that show. Holy crap! We've been busting our heads together. Oh my god, we've off. been working so hard on the two Dracula show coming up. I guess it's tomorrow if this is coming out Thursday, right? For people who don't know what the two Draculas are and what you do, can you br- can you give a nice precise description of the two Draculas? Absolutely, of course. Two Draculas is, I would say, Canada's premier two man sketch group, right? You yeah, not one man. Nope. Okay. No. no, it's two men doing <laughs> no. probably the best no, no, sketch no. in Canada that I've ever seen. Yeah, that I've ever seen too. Yeah. Um, and you go to Toronto Sketch Fest, you don't see a lot of sketches about Dracula's eating babies alive or uh, spying on women until they're fully alone, and then. <laughs> attacking them and drinking all their blood and ripping them to shreds. You don't see sketches about that. No, no it's true. I, I, Tim and I specialize in those kind of themes. Yeah, and for those stuff who, that no one's talking about these days. And the visual element is very important for the two Draculas. Definitely, yes. you do literally dress up like two Draculas. Dracula. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And Tim met Claire, my five-year-old today, and she asked him if he puts black a black triangle on black makeup on your forehead in a triangle. And I said, yes. Adorable. <laughs> Isn't that cute? I saw you guys made a little promo on Instagram where the two of you are dressed up like Draculas and you're running through a real graveyard. Yes. I wondered, was anyone there like yes. placing yes. flowers for their loved ones? <laughs> while you guys they were, were placing their loved ones in the ground, James. There oh were burials God. going on as while we were While you guys there. are making a yes. video in yes. the graveyard? We were yes. literally flitting about with our Dracula as costumes As they were on, burying babies were <laughs> in the baby part of the cemetery. <laughs> and we were like, let's get as far away from the baby cemetery as possible. Oh right? Another behind the scenes of that promo video we put on our Instagram stories yesterday of us running around and flitting about in a graveyard in Toronto is I drank so much tea that morning that I kept having to pee. Oh, no. So I, I don't even think you should say this. So honestly. I had a tree. So people could have seen a guy dressed like Dracula <laughs> taking a piss in a graveyard <laughs> on Monday, last Monday morning. It just smells like tea. <laughs> Steeped pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. So yeah, we have the promo we took some photos. Though. Yeah, we've <laughs> sold yeah once three lots tickets. of tickets. 
Lots of tickets yeah. have been sold right. for this event. That's exciting. They're yeah. continuing to sell very well. Hotcakes. But are like there still some? Cakes. Are there still some left? If people are listening and they uh, want to buy, you this might comes be out able Thursday to. Morning, yeah. Shows Friday night. Yeah, there should be some tickets left. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you try, you, you can, might be. Can able we to announce there. my involvement? Or Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to be doing a little thing. You're on not it. going to the UK. No. To eat blood pudding. No. That's Good. low. That's a low blow <laughs> that you're not going to the UK, James. Yeah. No, no he's keeping it real with his friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, you're you going to do something, and that's a secret, too. Yep. yep. Oh, well, that's exciting. Well, so we could use this to it. Well, we're going to announce tomorrow probably on Instagram. But for now, uh, if you haven't seen us on Instagram, we'll announce who's involved in the show. We're also going to get... It's not going to be a regular comedy show, so it's going to be participation in a different way. It's maybe. not a regular comedy show. Not even wow. close. Okay. It's not even yeah. fucking close. But there will be also, on top of Tim and I being two Draculas, which yep. is insane and fun as Woo-hoo. usual, we will have participation from Aaron Eves, James Hartnett, Jackie Pirico, and Sean Cullen. Fantastic. That's what an all-star big team. package of... Uh, Bonafide killers. While you're stuffing yourself with pudding and pie, we're we got a show to put on. You'll probably still be on the plane. Um, no, I will have landed. Okay, you'll have landed. So you'll be I'll be like uh, delirious from lack of sleep. Michael, have you learned any tips? Like you're you're flying to England quite a bit. Like you know, do you know like oh now I I bring you know uh, eye mask or something like has has all this travel changed you? Do you bring an eye mask on the (laughs) flight? Yeah, and one of those neck pillows. Yeah, those are actually good. Yep. You are a neck pillow, pillow if guy. If you're flying like overnight, they're great. Really? Because oh, you yeah. know when you in, you're on the plane seat and you mm. don't know your head, it's like yeah. falling over. You don't know where to put it. It's it's good. Maybe I'll get one. Uh, I do. I wear an eye mask. No. Mm. Did Steve Jobs invent the eye mask? I think so. Yeah, because he was a genius. Mm-hmm. Do you <laughs> pretend to be a dog and hide in a dog carrying case and get travel for free that you way? Travel for free that way, but then you're also with other dogs and they piss and shit. Right beside you the whole flight because they're uh, scared. Yeah, yeah. And so you get you, a little treat. You get little. Yeah, Mike treats. buys a regular yeah. ticket for like a crash test dummy, and for and he himself goes in with the <laughs> luggage with the dogs. <laughs> Doesn't realize Fooled it costs the same. <laughs> just to punish himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but you can take an old lady's dog out of the travel case. Mm. Yeah. Um, when she's already gone through the gate, so she doesn't know, and mm-hmm. then you. When she thinks you're her dog when you get there. Yeah. But then, then you run away when you can't. And then when she opens the case at the end of the trip, she bursts into tears and says, oh, no, it's Michael Balazzo instead of my dog <laughs> <laughs> from Evil Men. <laughs> I never watch a movie on a flight. Can you believe it? I never do. Six hours or so. What do you do? Right? do you it's read? a great t- way to kill time. I yeah. will. I watch. I'll spend like the whole flight like looking diagonally at whatever movie the person across from me is watching, <laughs> and I'll see it silently. <laughs> but I will read or listen to podcasts and like uh, oh, mostly right. podcasts. What's your favorite flight podcast? Um, Dying in a Fireball. <laughs> oh no! Fi- uh, podcast about airplane crashes. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, Imagine. In a <laughs> hey, uh, what's up, listeners? It's dying, dying in a, a fireball. fireball. Um, so, uh, check out I our Patreon. Where we left off last uh, last episode. Was, we were, oh yeah, Imagine <laughs> the plane exploded. <laughs> no, it's yeah. just like a music pod or some sort of history podcast. Hmm. Nice. That's cool, Mike. Hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you hmm. know everything? 
No. Do you think you do sometimes? I think, oh! I, I think I'd like to. Yeah. But you know what else I but do? You I, are like constantly ingesting information. Yeah. <laughs> he loves to In learn. He eyes. loves to learn. <laughs> he does. That's so, I feel like when yeah. you're with us, you you there was a part of your brain that thinks you're wasting time. <laughs> I'm losing valuable information no, time. I'm learning about how you humans uh, get along. Uh, <laughs> no, I like. I also love the food. All the food that they serve on the airplane. I eat it all. Always. You eat all the really? food on the all airplane. All the food. I want more. You know, famously <laughs> in comedy, there's a lot of jokes about is an airplane food not very good. No, but you like it. It's gotten better since the days of evening at the Improv. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It is true. <laughs> Um, I li- and I gotta say, Via Rail's food was decent uh, on the train back from Ottawa. Nice I had the stars. Other you know, can I say Take something? If I, if, I'm, Tim being here. if I may, one of I would say top, definitely top five favorite stories I think ever told on Evil Men was when Tim Gilbert was on the Johnny Depp episode, and you told us about your when you were a teenager and you used to go on the chat room Yahoo oh, pool. Right, of course, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. I, yeah. I mean. Go listen to the episode if you want to hear a great story about Tim interacting with middle-aged men while he was a teen on a chat room. It's yeah. pretty funny. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it comes from a real place, you know? We can laugh about it li- uh, now. <laughs> now. How are you doing, Tim? Not good. Thank you for asking. It's been a grind for the last little while, but I'm mm-hmm. doing okay. okay. And, you know, I'm getting by. Good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking. Great. How are you enjoying married life, James? I like it. I actually kind of like wearing the ring. It feels cool. You, yeah, you're a, like you've always come off as a ring guy to me. You know what? Like, uh, I was. I, w- I wouldn't have been caught dead wearing any kind of jewelry up to now in my life. No, no offense to anyone who likes it. You never I, went through an earring phase. I never did. You never had anything pierced. I, you know, I thought about the belly button, but I didn't get it done. Um, no, I never had anything pierced, but now that I'm wearing a ring, and sometimes I wear this nice watch Evan got me for my birthday a couple days ago, Let's see the, oh, I wow. like it. I've got a fancy watch, wow. i got this ring. Part of me's like, sh- I, I think I get pinky rings. You're turning right. into Mr. T. Yeah. yeah wow. <laughs> Slowly, <Ever yes>. <laughs> I, I think I get it. I caught myself in the mirror with this flashy watch and flashy plain silver ring. Who is that? And I go, Hello. I like this. Yeah. So... We'll see. You are projecting a sort of JFK Jr. vibe pre-death. Oh, of thank course, you. These yeah. days, yeah, not the death. Did he have a lot of jewelry? Yeah, no, but just he was. I mean, I, I guess he did. But he was he just in put a plane together. Crash, right? He did. But he was like a very put together. Oh, hottie, you know, kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. I appreciate that, Mike. Yeah, you're welcome. You know who else died in a plane crash? Um, John Denver. And I was a kid when he died. Yeah, and that's one of the first good plane crash jokes I remember hearing from when I was a kid. Um. I think, I forget who told it. It was a kid at school told me, um, did you hear about uh, John Denver's last flight? And I said, no, what happened? And they said, uh, the pilot asked him, uh, "Are you, so you're going to have a shower at the, the hotel before you go to the concert? And John Denver said, no, I'll just wash up on the shore. <laughs> 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 well, we're talking about well, there's a no. sort of theme here about plane crashes. Absolutely, we've got a theme. We found it. Yes. Plane crashes. John Denver. He. That's not the. Yeah, he died in a plane crash. No more. It's not funny. No less. Not funny. I didn't think that. I didn't say that joke was funny. No, no, but yeah. No more. Think of all the gentle folk country songs we lost when he died. Mm-hmm. Now country music sounds insane. 
It sounds like dance music. Oh, yeah. From like yeah. some sort of Martian planet. I know what you mean. It, country music is combined sort of with generic Reggaeton? popular hip hop sort of <laughs> yeah if if What's johnny cash were alive down here drinking that ice cold beer talking about girls talking about trucks talking about trucks what the hell is that it's a song <laughs> by, by one of the uh, hosts of the voice oh i forget his name but he's dating gwen stefani Blake shelton oh Blake yeah shelton Blake shelton yeah, we should really pick Tim's brains about pop culture. He's him and uh, Rebecca are always on top of it. Tim is Toronto's Perez Hilton. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> good. Yeah, good. I am. Yeah, I'm always drawing jizz on people. Hey, what's the <laughs> what's the hottest celeb goss you got right now, Tim? Maybe we should have Tim on often for hot oh, celeb. I goss. love that. The, the Tim Gilbert Hollywood Minute or something. Yeah. Or the okay, Hollywood okay. Report with Tim Gilbert. Yeah, give us your Hollywood I Report. I love that, actually. Well, this was the summer of Pew Gooch. You know what I mean? I don't have to tell you guys that this was the summer of Pew Gooch. Who's and Pew Gooch? Try to keep up, James. And so Who we're the all... fuck is Pew Gooch? <laughs> is he like the current John Denver? <laughs> it's not a he. It's two people. You see, like you can't, uh, you can't. Oh, you know, is this yeah. Taylor Swift and her football boyfriend? Um, no, it's not. It's two different people. <laughs> like, we'll call them Pew Gooch. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, Gooch whatever. sounds like a football guy, <laughs> and Pew sounds like maybe Taylor Swift's butt. <laughs> oh my good God! We're gonna what get kind of podcast. Yeah. Is this? I just saw today that her era's movie of like her tour. It did better at the box office than the new Martin Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon. So maybe Marty needs to take a page out of Taylor's book and yeah. start doing very popular pop music with the. So she just released tw- like twist. Uh, well, uh, he did the last waltz. Yeah, she just yeah. basically released like a video recording of her concert for theaters, and that's doing better than like big yeah. movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Wheel uh, Robert De Niro back into the home because nobody wants to see him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he have like a, a new baby? Yeah, I think he's. Uh, no, I think. Al- oh, that's Al Pacino. Al Pacino is no, they both do. They both do. Yeah. Oh, good work, guys. And Mick Jagger is a baby. <laughs> and the, he's and they yeah, yeah, and they eighty years old, and they just released a hot new rock and album called Hackney Diamonds. Yeah. And Roger Bainbridge on the Patreon um, made a very specific request, which I don't think he could ever get to, but he wants a track-by-track breakdown of Hackney Diamonds by Mantis. I'm not against it. I I would try and... I think it'd be great. (laughs) Ron Wood, eh? Joined in the (laughs) mid-70s. Yeah. Sucks. Didn't he get any of the good times? Well, he probably had a good time. Yeah, look, look at but his he face. had a good time in the faces, right? I guess so. Yeah, I mean, he was in the faces. Yes. Oh, they had a good time. Hmm. Rod Stewart. I guess oh, Rod right. Stewart's still around too. Yeah, still around. He's married to a police officer. <laughs> his wife is a cop. Really? If you yeah. think I'm sexy, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> 
My uh, mother-in-law got invited backstage by Rob, Rod, Rob Stewart. Rob Stewart. Oh, I really say Rob Zombie. No, Rob Zombie, and she didn't go. She didn't go. Well, didn't I go. Don't, if I may ask, was she a younger lady? I think this was like a long time ago. Yeah. So why didn't she go? She was just too nervous. I wasn't there. I don't quite know right. exactly. I don't why. mean to be rude, but does she think it might have been like, "Hey, come backstage so I could kiss you, etc." I think so, probably. Yeah. Whoa! I think, yeah. Come backstage so I can kiss you, etc. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. I'm Rod Stewart. I guess. If you guys were single and a female rock star asked you to go backstage and you thought maybe she wants to jump my bones, do you think you'd be interested? Oh, well, like yeah, like no, Alana Miles or uh, Annie Lennox. You <laughs> no, mean? I have too much <laughs> yeah. on my plate right now. What's <laughs> going on? I'm not I trying have to get, get into up something early tomorrow right for an audition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a KFC audition. <laughs> I have to audition for Tim Horton's new fresh chicken crunch sandwich. wrap snacker. I can't come backstage, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but you can be my reading partner if you want for the audition to self tape. I'd love to go on a real date with you sometime where we actually have dinner and get to talk. Lizzo. <laughs> That's me saying that to Lizzo after Lizzo's been hitting on me. I'm sorry, Lizzo. I have too much on my plate right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Brown sugar. I'm not allowed to have you anymore. <laughs> oh, sad. Blood sugar, why do you go so high? Uh, yeah, there it <laughs> is. Yeah, blood sugar. There it is. The thing is, people have been making uh, like old Rolling Stones jokes since the nineties. I know. <laughs> like it's, it's like true. Every... <laughs> I know it's crazy. They're so they won't so... leave us alone. They're the perfect example of boomers not retiring, so we can be rock stars. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. If they were gone. We, we could fill that void. I'm literally in my 40s now not being able to be a rock star because the Rolling Stones are still doing it. That's right. They're getting all the airtime. They're booking all the concert venues, like mm-hmm. all the good producers. It's just bullshit. Everybody wants to see these bag of bones and sweatpants crinkling and cronkling up on stage. It is They look like skeletons. Yes, you know what? They look like the guy at the end of uh, Last Crusade that drinks from the wrong goblet. This is going to sound bad. Burning it. Mick Jagger's (laughs) butt looks like the butt of a 10 year old. Am I wrong? James. Think about what I'm saying. That's not good for a man. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Or a 10 year old. No, no, I'm not saying this is good. I just can't. Your butt looks like Mick Jagger's (laughs) butt. Damn, kid. Get over here for a second. I gotta see something. Let me see that ass. Let me see that ass, kid. Looks like you got a Mick Jagger ass over there. Call me Charlie Watts. My ten-year-old butt makes the girls go wild. <laughs> so when you see Mick Jagger dancing around in his sweatpants, it's like the body of a child. That's what I'm trying to say. It yeah, not in a good so way. No. Because I, I, yeah, yes. you want a man's big butt. Yeah, going Honestly, back and yes. forth like Something a pendulum. Push. He, he should get a Brazilian butt lift because men are doing that now. I think when he's 82, he should get a Brazilian butt it lift. It would be so funny if Mick Jagger <laughs> came prancing out on stage with a big round bubble butt. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger than the rest of his body. <laughs> it keeps knocking him over. Like it's too and he's knocking all the up. other guys over. He actually <laughs> medically needs a bubble butt, so when he falls, he can bounce back Boing. up and keep dancing. <laughs> 
feet. <laughs> Before we get to the evil man this week, we should mention that we have a Patreon account. Check it out at patreon.com slash evil men. You get two bonus episodes a month. We're going to have a bonus episode with Tim. And you get to join our Discord and you get video oh, stuff. Shit. It's totally worth joining up. Check it out. We also want to shout out Bob Bazaar, the store in the junction that we're filming at tonight. Um, Sophia is amazing and her store is amazing. All sorts of amazing stuff for gifts in your apartment. If you're in the junction in Toronto, make sure to check out Ba Bazaar. Everything in here is cool. Yeah. Well said. Lots of neat stuff. You looked around to see if there was something that wasn't cool and you didn't see anything. Literally, everything's cool. Yeah, there's a sweater for a baby. I mean, it's not that cool. But I know, else. but Tim, some people do have babies and that sweater's... Well, that's look. their problem. Yeah, I know. As a father, can you tell when a baby, as soon as it comes out, it's like, oh, it's going to be cooler or like, oh. Uh, yeah, can you tell? Dud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the uh, baby comes out like doing green screen comedy videos. <laughs> wow, so specific. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. Or if the baby comes out and it has tattoos like those two twins. Remember who sang that song, Island Boy? All right. That oh, would be yeah. a bummer. Oh, yeah. Didn't they start like... Kissing each other? Yeah, making yes. out each other or something? Yes. And I, I don't like that. What? These two brothers kissing each other for on a oh, come on. Uh, like I a, find that hard to believe. You've got brothers yourself. Yeah. Yes, but you're probably oh, always smooching them it. Up. You've got brothers. Yeah. What do you got? You got brothers? No. Oh, interesting. James, you can switch wedding. some of theirs if you want. No. At James' wedding, do you guys remember when the uh, the officiant was like, "You may now kiss the bride," and you were like, "Can I kiss my brother too?" Right. That's Michael. Odd. That's. Oh, and then they did. It's going to be weird <laughs> kissing someone who's not my brother from now on. <laughs> Do you kiss your brothers, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> like the Island Boys yeah, guys? Yeah. I didn't know that. Island Boys. You kissed Terrence and Patrick. Yeah, eh? absolutely. Well, I know Tim is an only... So were they making out like romantically? No, it was like, hey, uh, I, don't, I don't think it was OnlyFans. It was like basically Patreon or Cameo. And it's like, hey, you know, a hundred bucks and we'll... Wish you happy birthday. 200 bucks. We'll kiss each other. Look, I don't endorse this. That's weird, but it's not as weird as that father-son OnlyFans porno team that it's an actual father and son who do porno videos where they just have their dicks out and they like have sex beside each other. That's a weird... Uh... I, again, I agree. It's weird. You know, it's funny because Tim Gilbert is the only, only child here, and Tim has always maintained he finds the idea of siblings like kind of gross. It's just a bit of a put-off for me, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What about I mean, step siblings? I don't really know much about that either, but it's just always seemed to me as an outsider looking in on your relationships with your siblings that you're all a bit touchy feely for me <laughs> once in a while, you know? And I can't help but think, you know, something's going on there. At least, you know, so you're together <laughs> for the first 30 years of your life. Mm-hmm. You're naked half the time. I really think, like, you know what? Something I well, I could, I see and, it. and you're saying this to all people with siblings. All people yeah. with siblings. All say, human beings. I'd pretty much. The, pretty naked, much. the naked part kind of ends around when you're, like, nine, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Nine. Even well, that's I don't 
late oh, night. I don't. No offense. That's oh my god. <laughs> Certainly not what thirty. Did he stumble into here. <laughs> I mean, at the latest. You see, this is what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. Every time it comes up, you yeah. find new stuff, weird yeah. stuff out about somebody <laughs> and their brothers. You know, of course. Beep beep. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, so, Timmy, 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 we gave you a task. Come up with this week's evil men, should you choose to accept it. And yes. you chose... <gasps> Justin Timberlake. And you chose him because he's he's in the news right now. He's I getting called out. I thought this would be topical. I like that. I know you guys don't really consider that when oh, you're no, thinking I didn't about know evil he, men. I didn't know he was being called out right now. Yeah. Mm. For what? Well, we're going to find out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Can I say... Island boys... <laughs> Can I sing sing a little song before we begin the? We'd love yeah. to hear that, Mike. Talk to me, boy. Gonna have you naked by the end of this pod. Is that you? The song you sing to your brothers? Well, no. This is when this you're is nine. The, the classic Justin Timberlake song, "Body Rock." Remember? Do you guys is mind if I sing something Rock for a body? sec? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> brothers. Don't be so quick. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> Is that him, right? Yeah. Haven't seen my brother naked since I was nine. Dance with me. Dance with me, brother. <laughs> it's a song about two brother coming on to a brother. <laughs> oh my god! I'm bringing brothers back. Hey, you other brothers don't know how to. Act. <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't know that one. What are some of his you other? You know it, the song you Sexy sang it first. No, but the, the thing you just did, the part oh. Tim did, I didn't know. Mike was oh. incredulous there. I've never seen you react so strong. I don't, you don't know Sexy Back, I James? do. I just sang was, Sexy Back. I didn't huge, know what Tim was... Yeah, how did you... You sang it first. I sang says, it. I don't know that song. What are you singing? I, I don't know, know what part you were singing. Sexy Back. God, God. This, <laughs> Tim could, doesn't have any brothers, but he does tonight. That's what it sounds like in this room. Guys, well, we, then sounds like a bunch of brothers fighting. Brushing your teeth because we're swooching it up. We could debate <laughs> who knows what about Justin Timberlake all night long, but why don't we get going into the life? Justin Randall Timberlake. Did you know his name? His name is Randall. Did not. Uh, is an American singer. I didn't know that. Songwriter, record producer, and actor. He is one of the world's best-selling music artists with sales over eighty-eight million records. Oh, isn't that an interesting number to put? Eight. Mm, huh. I've heard that before. Somewhere. <laughs> Something about that. Hmm. Is good. <laughs> hmm. During his career, he's won, listen to this, guys, 10 Grammy Awards, four Primetime Emmy Awards, three Brit Awards, nine Billboard Music Awards, and a Best Actor Oscar for his performance as Jacques Lecoq Grande in The Love Guru. No, oh, Mike, what? you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was in The Love Guru. I did background work in it's The Love true. Guru. Did you see Justin Timberlake around? Uh, no, but I saw Mike Myers. As The Guru? As The Love Guru. <laughs> did he speak in the... <clears throat> Accent off camera? Uh, we were told not to speak to him, but... Uh, <laughs> Is that I, true? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you, t- you pretty much always are, you know, told that. But yeah, so I heard So some handler was him. like, hey, everybody, uh, thanks for coming. Just so you know, please don't talk to yes. Mike Lyers specifically or any of the actors. 
Probably. No, they only said that to know. Tim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like, you can tell you don't have any brothers. <laughs> Uh, you don't want to speak to Mr. Myers. You might, uh, you know, uh, insult him, get him upset, and you'd ruin the love guru. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh boy, hmm. did you? Didn't our friend Brian Barlow was also? Did he? I can't remember. Did he, was he on that? Was Brian He's, on that with you? Not when I was there. I know oh, Brian okay. listens, so right. he and his head will know at least. Brian, right now. were you there? Brian, say out loud <laughs> if you were there, and we'll hear it. Let us know. So. Once upon a time, there didn't used to be a Justin Timberlake, but then on January 31st, 1981, he popped into the world. (laughs) 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 And did you guys know he's from... Don't be so quick to take me out of my mom. (laughs) (laughs) This baby is extremely talented, ma'am. You should be very proud. (laughs) Uh, He's born in damn Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. Did Lou Pearlman pull him out of his mom? (laughs) I'll handle this, ma'am. His mother was named Janet, and his father was a Baptist church choir director. That's cool. Named uh, Charles. That's cool. Charles Timberlake. So he. Hello, I'm Charles Timberlake. (laughs) Hello, I'm Charles Timberlake. I'm going to have a son soon named Justin. (laughs) He'll be so talented. (laughs) You'll all see. He's going to get it with all the most pretty girls in the world. (laughs) Tim, you're going to love this. He has two half brothers. Like, Uh, how do you even do that? You know what I mean? A bit. uh, What was he? Uh, What was his dad? Uh, Church choir director. Yeah. So religious man. Had stepkids or something? Yes. Uh, from his father's first marriage. Or half kids, I mean. Sorry. Yeah, he had half kids. <laughs> he also had a half sister who sadly passed away young. I like the idea of a half kid. It's like half spirit. Yeah. Don't be so quick to. And for that pass kid to away. pass away? Yeah, I like that. James is weird. Don't I like that to. kid passing away. <laughs> I like that the little girl passed away. I'm Don't James. be so quick to <laughs> pass away. Gonna bury your body night and day. Uh, I'm not making fun of that, no. but I mean, mm. the song just really feels like it, it lends itself to any story of someone yeah, passing exactly. away. Exactly. Yes. Now, he began, like a lot of uh, pop stars, he was at it from an early age, right? Uh, he even appeared at the age of 11 on the show Star Search, performing a country song as he went under the name Justin Randall. And I saw a video today on YouTube, and he's wearing a full little cowboy outfit Aww. with a cowboy hat and a bolo tie and like a bullet belt and, and boots, and he's singing so he adorable. Co- so he originally began by co-opting a cowboy culture. Yes. Wow. Um, so the signs are there early. Yeah. That this is something this guy does. And I wrote, he began his career similar to the way Chris began his show business career. Dressed up as a little, cute little cowboy on TV. Mm, mm, Oh, Mike, mm. you got Chris there, bro. You absolutely (laughs) slayed Chris with that uh, burn. Don't be so quick to throw away my cowboy hat. (laughs) (laughs) So... Okay. Anyone listening, I was never a cowboy on TV. (laughs) That's made up hooey. No way. Was he? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> By the time he did Star Search, apparently he had begun listening to R&B musicians from the 60s oh and 70s. Boy. Oh, that's the and best. He fell in love with the R&B sound, the sound of uh, Stevie Wonder, Al Green, Marvin Gaye. Uh, and he also, apparently, on the Wikipedia, it said he had listening sessions with his dad listening to Eagles and Bob Seger records. Hmm. 
you ever have those Best kind of, of both worlds. sessions? Anyone here? No. Do you like any Eagles songs? No. No, not really. I mean, Hotel <laughs> California when I was a kid. Yeah, when you when you I was on a road trip and I you, you hear it in a car, you're like, I'll listen to it. Blah, 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 Hotel California. Like the only thing I really know about that song is it was playing oh, on the car radios during that uh, earthquake in San Francisco when the mm-hmm. when yeah. Apparently, like when you know the upper part of the highway collapsed on all those cars. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that song was playing on the radio at Whoa. that time. Yeah, so there's all these buried cars and squished bodies, and it's like Hotel California. I'd be like, if this is the Hotel California, I'd like to check out. Yeah, you know what's a rooms are kind of tight in the Hotel California. California, a lot of leg room in the old Hotel California, getting crushed in my car. On a dark desert earthquake. <laughs> um, you know what's a corny Eagles song? I think it's Eagles and not Don Henley solo. Um, in a New York minute, ooh, anything can change in a New York minute. It was from the 80s. You don't know that one? <laughs> no, no, it's corny. It's just corny. Do the Eagles still per- perform or record together in the 80s? I think they just... Maybe it's Don Henley solo. I love Boys of Summer, though. I love that song. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, you guys know something? I really think that I have to get this point out. I really think that the war on drugs based his whole like sound on that one Don Henley sound. And I love that sound, and I really like the war on drugs too. That makes sense. Do you see? Do you see? I hundred percent do. I do. Sound like yes. That song changed his life or something. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, Mike. We know what changed a young Justin Timberlake's life, Mickey Mouse cartoon. Because in 1993 94, JT was a Mouseketeer on the all new Mickey Mouse Club, where his castmates included future girlfriend and singer and uh, person living in a prison controlled by her father, Britney Spears. They met there? Yeah, and also Christina Aguilera. So they kind of like went to celebrity school together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. As kids. And Gosling, Gosling, Ryan Gosling, and JC Chazé, future bandmate JC Chase says Chazé, Chazé. Can I? (laughs) Hi, I'm Chazé. Yes, I'm a child celebrity. So what? (laughs) Don't you think it's just so cool that we're all part of the Mickey Mouse Club? I wonder what regular boys named Chazé are doing in other parts of the country. (laughs) So after after meeting all these future stars. Justin Timberlake, he recruited Chazé to be in the all-male singing group, later to be known as NSYNC. Uh, that Which Lou Pearlman put together? Well, uh, yes. He managed them. I think these guys may have known each other. I forget the t- exact timeline, but it says on, on Justin Timberlake's Wikipedia that Justin recruited these guys first, and then Pearlman uh, financed them. Hmm. Anyway. Wait, what? So Justin put NSYNC together? Well, he, just, together? Like, he was friends with a guy, and they were like, we should be in a group. And right. then they started maybe singing, and then Perlman was like, what's this? Oh, look at those lovely young boys. He flew his blimp by and was like, what's that I see? Fresh boys. Pull the <laughs> blimp around. <laughs> uh, and they became- Drop the anchor. We're pulling the blimp around. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, ho! <laughs> I wrote here, Tim, would you let Lou Perlman do whatever he wanted to you for fame and wealth? 
At this point in my life, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I would pretty much let anything happen to myself for really? the smallest amount of wealth. You yes. wouldn't like uh, worry about things like personal dignity or guilt or shame or being able to look at yourself we in the mirror? We give that up many times a week, every week. It's true, it's true. You but, know? Um, these boys are young, so they're obviously being manipulated, but didn't they have parents around to sort of like guide them through these kind of... Uh, you know, so, wheelings yeah. and dealings in the biz. Yeah, but I think their parents are all bad. You know, they're all like stage parents that want them. They're forcing them into this. You know, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. Back to you, Michael. Thanks, James. The boy band NSYNC, They formed in 1995 and began their careers. They were launched in Germany, which should be setting off more alarm bells yeah. now that we know about the 88 oh, million. Um, yeah. And uh, Timberlake and Chazé <laughs> served as the two lead singers. Uh, immensely successful. We all know this. They, uh, their debut album sold 11 million copies. With "Tearing Up My Heart" as one of the oh, singles. I love that Did they want to be like the Backstreet Boys, or is it just a fluke that they came out a little bit after and were basically well, were, the same thing? They were managed by the same guy, right? Oh, so he was. So like, I think he was I just trying idea. to. Yeah, he blatantly was like another Black yeah. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> that, that came out weird. It just was a mouth stumble. That was not a word I meant no. to say. If you do keep it in mic, which you can, because yeah. it was an honest flub of my lips. Yeah, I don't. No, yeah, we're not mad. I tried to say another Backstreet Boys. Right. There's another Backstreet Boys. I just <laughs> flubbed my mouth. I flub my mouth every episode. Their second album was called No Strings Attached. We had that in, in that image. I'll never forget where that they're had like bye bye bye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That had Bye 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 on it, which bye is bye a great bye. song. Bye Bye yeah. Bye. Bye Bye. Um, it's <laughs> the music's so like. Impact. I don't want to. It's like moving. Yeah, it's moving really quickly. Yeah. I don't want to give you a. <laughs> like, it's like someone's going for a jog singing this song. It's well, hilarious. Maybe, yeah, I'll listen yeah. to it next time I go for a jog. That'd be awesome. Tearing Up My Heart is also a song I genuinely like. Mm-hmm. Do it. It's tearing up my heart when I'm with you. Oh, yeah. And when we are apart, I feel it too. And he's not and dressing. No matter what I do, I've been a pain. <laughs> With or without you, boom, 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 boom. Shit! I just want to point out, beautiful guys. When tearing up my heart was at the top of the charts, JT wasn't dressing like a little cowboy anymore. He had moved on with a new look. Well, he's into R and B. They had a very, very nineties like uh, gelled hair, puffy jacket look. And then I would say by by no strings attached. They had toned down the look a little, a little less extreme with the hair gel and the puffy jackets. They looked a little more contemporary. Who were those Canadian brothers who all had tans? B four four, or the Moffats? I don't. You're no, thinking of B four four. If you go they down, made fun of Rick the Temp's got, body or something. Or, do you remember that? They said would he anyone do that? Fit? Oh, I don't know. Well, can I just mention? A deep, there was a Canadian '90s boy band called B four four. The letter, the letter B number four dash four. Look them up. They look. Ins- I'm sorry, but they look. I guess I'm sorry like aliens. If they're listening to this. They look horrible. And they had a, a song. If you go down on me, I'll go down on you. What was it about? I know. Anyways, Mike, back to you. Their third album, Celebrity, was also a big hit. And it was B44. Yes. Mm. Uh, and NSYNC. So <laughs> Chris is showing us pictures of B44. If you're listening, I do encourage you to yeah. Google search. They look like if Bart Simpson came to like you know when they see those I, AI things was like here's how yes. the Simpsons would look if they were real and it's yeah. like the most horrific looking humans you've ever seen. Yep. Um, 
The uh, NSYNC, they sold more than 70 million records worldwide. Okay, They were the fifth best-selling boy band in history. Now, during the success of NSYNC, so we're talking in early 99, Justin Timberlake began dating fellow former all-new Mickey Mouse Club cast member Britney Spears. They dated for about four years. Um, While Timberlake was promoting his debut 2002 solo album, Justified, Mm. the NSYNC singer... So he recently has been in the news for... uh, Because Britney Spears is publishing a memoir that uh, has some pretty awful things about Justin Timberlake in it, about Mm. how he behaved. true things. Oh, this is the stuff that's coming out. Yes. Yeah, so... Right, you told me that, Tim. So they dated for a while. It ended badly. He wrote the song Cry Me a River (laughs) is about her. Oh, that song's good. So... (laughs) 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 Cry me me. And and in the wake of their breakup, he paid... Oh, when Crimea got invaded, everyone sang that. Crimea invaded. Crimea River. Yeah. 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 Well... That's cool. He wrote the song... Made the song popular again? Yeah. It was good for JT, making that money. Uh, he wrote the song about their relationship, and in the aftermath of the breakup, he painted himself as a victim and was like accusing her in the song and the video of cheating on him and ruining the relationship. I remember that. And there's a Britney lookalike in the video. That's right. You know, it was, it was interesting because also his jump from in, in sync to solo, you know, it's almost like he got cooler looking from the first NSYNC album to the second NSYNC album. And then going from NSYNC to solo, he looked great. He kind of had a new style. He had a new image. And then the video was kind of, yeah, it was kind of edgy. You know, he's referencing his celebrity relationship and kind of right. shitting on her. Yep. Mm, yeah. It was like hot stuff in the early 2000s. Big time. Is that video where Britney Spears is um, like... <laughs> Um, what are you uh, <laughs> demonstrating what she can do with those knives that came out recently? Is that real? Did you see it? She's like swinging knives at the camera. I think she, the cops got called in. I think they're. I think fake she posts some or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, like hard to understand knives. content right now. But right. they oh. were just. Per- she's just creating content. Oh okay. She, they were. I didn't know if it was real or not. Sorry, massive Mike. celebrity couple. If we all remember, you know, absolutely, king and mm-hmm. kings and queen of the pop. They world. both wore those. The jean suits, was that them? Yes. So, yeah, yeah. That was a big one. Yeah. That was awesome. And then the relationship ended abruptly, and uh, the narrative was that she had cheated on him, and then he started like saying shitty things about her in interviews in, uh, in 2002 while promoting his album. On a radio interview, he confirmed that he had had sex with her and that she wasn't a virgin. That was 21 years ago. And wow. um, the Mirror newspaper reported him saying, quote, Oh, man, okay, I did it! He shouted in an interview uh, when asked if they had had sex. Because Britney at this time was still pre- presenting as though she was like, saying she was a virgin. Girl. Yeah. And he's saying, oh, no, baby, I had sex baby. with her. Which, yeah. I will I say, a virgin. Pretty, pretty <laughs> douchey if, if someone's... I, I don't know, presenting a public persona For that they're sure. a virgin and you're like, I had sex yeah. with her. He it, sounds like yeah. a mean, selfish uh, Mickey Mouse Club boy. <laughs> In a 2006 interview with Barbara Walters, Justin Timberlake burst out laughing when Barbara asked uh, if Britney Spears and Justin had kept their promises to wait until marriage. He's just, he's just laughing about virginity. It's honestly defensive. Like... Whatever, man. Like, oh, you know, you have to. You're, you're so insult. You know, it's so you're so incredulous that someone would ask if you're a virgin. You burst out laughing. Yeah. Right. Whatever, Justin. You probably yeah. haven't had that much sex. 
And here's the the, the Probably big not thing. that good at it either, frankly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if you're good looking, you don't try and you're not good. Guys like us are the ones it's who are good the at it. Those that have to get really good <laughs> at it. So which member of NSYNC then would have been the best at sex? Joey Fatone. Chris Kirkpatrick was probably yeah, really good. Both okay. of them are probably really good. Yeah, I bet you find yourself in between the two of them, you're going home happy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So the the most shocking news to come out of this new Britney Spears memoir called The Woman in Me, being released very soon, is that while they were dating, she became pregnant with Justin Timberlake's baby and that he was like, no way, we're too young to be parents and sort of like pressured her into having an abortion and they wanted to avoid, you know, the TMZ and the paparazzi and stuff. So instead of going to like a clinic or a hospital, they decided to like, she took some sort of a pill and she was like, talking about being like in severe pain and bleeding and like crying on the bathroom floor and they still wouldn't take her to the hospital to keep the press from finding out and that to soothe her while she was in pain on the bathroom floor Justin Timberlake came in and just started strumming a guitar and singing to her <laughs> that would I could see that helping with my constipation, maybe. <laughs> right. To have JT strumming a little tune? <laughs> yeah. But maybe oh, not a... Some R&B? <laughs> some R&B? <laughs> yeah, he loves R&B. You like R&B, right? Thanks, uh, Justin. Thanks, JT. I can't stop shitting now. Let's get it all on. Wow, <laughs> 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 ah, that's really good, Chris. Uh. Could you imagine... Someone being in so much pain like that and neglecting them and then being like, here's a song instead. Mm. I mean... Weird choice. Yeah. Yeah. Frankly, at this time, he seems like a complete jackass. Well, it's his dick in a box. And uh, Brittany says that the, this whole event left her messed up for a while, especially because I did still love Justin so much. It was insane how much I loved him. And for me, it was unfortunate. So she wanted to have that baby. I'm oh. sad to hear that. Yeah, But... Enough sad things because his career is on the rise. Getting bigger all the time. Right? So his own yeah, that's good. Yeah. His solo career really got going. So this at this time, uh, boy bands are on the decline, right? Uh, NSYNC are taking like a two-year hiatus in 2002. And, uh, oh, James is eating a little cup of nuts. Sorry. <laughs> it's the shredded peanuts that you put on pad thai. Eat some peanuts and I had an accident. Carry on. <laughs> um, and the ba- the NSYNC band member Lance Bass, he published a damn uh, autobiography where he got mad at Justin Timberlake, uh, and he said that he felt completely betrayed when JT announced that he was leaving NSYNC in 2004 during their hiatus because they were all just waiting to get back together, but Justin had been secretly getting his solo career together. Well, it is crazy. I mean, none of those guys were able to do anything else. It's interesting how no, none of the Backstreet Boys went solo and left the other boys behind, but Justin did do that to NSYNC. And I wonder if there was ever discussions with any of the Backstreet Boys, hey, you could leave Howie and Brian and all these guys behind and AJ, do your own thing. Well, yeah, you know, that's, it's interesting you bring that up, James. The industry talked Busta Rhymes out of ditching... Leaders of the New School. And that solo. worked out for him. It going solo as Busta Rhymes. Okay. That's a sad story, actually. They were all uh, school friends that grew up together starting a rap group, had two great albums, and then Busta left them and became a big star. Mm. Um, and the New Kids on the Block never split up. That's right. 
Oh, really? I don't think I so. I mean, whenever... Um, what's the show that Donnie Wahlberg... Boston Public or something? Yeah, Blue, whenever, Blue Bloods. Whenever really? Donnie Wahlberg is on Blue Bloods, the other guys are behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blue Bloods is like the cop show with Tom Selleck and... Yes. A different guy, I think, was on uh, maybe Boston Public. Oh, anyways. James Spader? <laughs> yeah, James Spader from the back... Uh, You're thinking of Spader. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg is married to someone interesting right now, isn't he? Jenny McCarthy. Interesting. Whoa. So, Mike, back when I brought all that up, you said, interesting point, James. I want to know what you want to Why JT go solo? So he wrote during the downtime with uh, NSYNC, he wrote a song called Gone, and he wanted Michael Jackson to do it. MJ turned it down, but he gave he called Justin Timberlake and gave him like an encouraging... Like he gave him encouragement to keep, you know, making music. I loved it. And Timberlake said that keep making music. <laughs> he said that it was this phone call that convinced him and made him confident enough that he had what it took to go solo. Well, I mean, if Whoa, Michael Jackson Jesus. called us and said, "I love Evil Men, keep going with the podcast," I'd be so oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And since he's not around, uh, maybe Janet Jackson can give us some advice. <laughs> The Jackson family, yes, yes, they do figure heavily in JT's little story here. Right. Imagine if he had whipped off Michael Jackson's pants at the Super Bowl and everyone saw Michael (laughs) Jackson's penis. Wow, what a different world this would be if that's what happened, huh? (laughs) Gonna have you naked by the end of this song. And you see Michael Jackson's (laughs) nude penis? (laughs) And then his dick Sign me up for that alternate reality. And then they zoom in on the Super Bowl zooms in on Michael Jackson's penis hole and it goes and then his butt cheeks go totally different world if it was Michael Jackson's penis what a sliding doors moment though I wish that it had gone that that's a really good idea that yeah they that's what they should do for the Super Bowl is show Michael Jackson's penis in ass (laughs) I know they still should now you want to get people to tune in (laughs) I'm not tuning in the halftime show is just Michael Jackson's penis penis and I'll watch it's like Polaroid to his penis flaccid on the jumbo <laughs> and the, the uh, U.S. military planes are flying overhead. <laughs> there's people like there's 300 people dressed like his penis dancing. The field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Did you ever see the, the photo of his dead body on the gurney after he died? No. Oh, look it up. You gotta oh, look it up. Sure. I'll look it up right now. I'm bringing Gurney's I back. Don't want to say <laughs> that. <laughs> so we're gonna get to Janet Jackson in a moment, but the lead up to that is is fun as well. So his debut album, Justified, came out in 2002, debuted number one, right? So MJ gave him the push he needed. Sold three million copies uh, in the U.S., ten million worldwide. People noticed, like, hey, there's a lot more of a heavy R&B influence uh, on this album than the previous ones, and it had hits. Cry Me a River and Rock Your Body, produced by the Neptunes and Timbaland. Um, did you guys know this? I had no idea until today. Do you guys remember this song? This jingle? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm, I'm loving, loving it. it. JT. JT sang that. it. Yeah. He sang that in 2003. He recorded the jingle, I'm Loving It for McDonald's, as the theme to their cam- I'm Loving It campaign. And the deal earned him an estimated $6 million. Holy 
Just going ba da 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 da. Fuck it. But I mean, it's it worked. It We're worked. still singing it. it we is know good. the song. Yeah. And you also, I, I mean? wrote. How else uh, do you follow up forcing Britney Spears to have an abortion than by doing a McDonald's jingle? <laughs> I mean, I love McDonald's. That's probably what I'd do too. You know what I mean? <laughs> ba da ba ba ba. Michael Jackson's penis. <laughs> ba da ba ba ba. French fries. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not working, JT. Ba da ba ba ba, McNuggets. <laughs> yeah, can we keep? Can we keep? Uh, keep yeah, keep trying, J- JT. That's good, but ba da ba ba ba, have an abortion. <laughs> no, I don't think we'll go with that. Sorry, I'm distracted. <laughs> no problem, JT. No problem, JT. So, this is crazy to me because. I've always felt sympathetic uh, towards Britney in the later years, like everybody else has. Me too. And I knew about the dad stuff. But Mm -hmm. what I'm learning right now for the first time is JT had a massive negative impact on her. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know that either. He was almost like gaslighting her and not caring about her feelings at all. And she was madly in love with him. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, they're, they're both these... Um, almost male and female equivalents of these this sort of pop royalty, and uh, I mean, you know, it kind of shows the misogyny mm. in our culture. You look at all the things Britney had to deal with, and I feel like it's yeah. a lot harder. JT got to be the he got to be like, yeah, I'm the scuzz bucket. Who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, you just own Britney your bad boy persona. Mm-hmm. You know, I forgot to mention <clears throat> in their breakup where he the narrative was that she had cheated on him. In her memoir, she also says that he. Cheated on her with another celebrity during their relationship, and she won't reveal who it was because she doesn't want to embarrass the woman. Classy. Paula Poundstone. You think Paula Poundstone? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Really? Yes. That's my theory. Paula. You think everybody's Paula Poundstone? Well, I just, I'm a fan. Now, we all know Justin's good at music, but we also know Justin's so funny and so hilarious at comedy, and he loves to do comedy jokes and sketches and movies. Uh, Near the end of 2002, he was the first celebrity to appear on Punked, uh, (laughs) the show created by Ashton Kutcher. And Timberlake, (laughs) during during the prank, he cried. And he later admitted to being under the influence of uh, cannabis when he was pranked, and it made him emotional. Wow. So he <laughs> Tim, when you do, I'm canna- not loving it. When you, <laughs> Tim, when you do cannabis, do you cry? No, I do it to stop crying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the truth, James. <laughs> 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 uh, JT later spoofed. What was the prank? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I think it was just that they like repossessed his house or something, or it's like we're taking your we're taking your bed, Repo yeah, Man. No. And Ashton something. comes out. It's all right, dog. It's all right, dog. It's, it's just right, a prank. <laughs> Don't worry, I I'm got my boy you. here. What's his horrible friend's name? Oh, no. but what could Why that is he crying? Into oh, that. that's right. I forgot. He's a little Mickey Mouse boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How bad could the prank be? Because any, if a car was ruined or something, you could just buy a new one or sure. like, you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, Timberlake later spoofed Ashton and Punk in a 2003 episode of uh, Saturday Night Live. That was the same episode. He's co-starred in a skit titled The Barry Gibb Talk Show oh, alongside yeah. Jimmy Fallon uh, who and they both played the Bee Gees brothers Barry and Robin Gibb, 
And this night, it marks the beginning of a long-running and beautiful friendship between Fallon and Timberlake. Ooh, nice. wow. I've seen that sketch. Mm-hmm. Good work. Is it nice that they're close friends and funny guys? Well, imagine mm. the laughs. You know what I mean? Imagine mm. the laughs that go on. You get those two in the same And night. no tears for once. No t- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish those guys knew what it was like just one day to be a Us. regular guy in a store doing a podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> now, the next subsection of my document says the word nipplegate. Hmm. Don't care for that. So, February 2004. Picture it. During Super Bowl 38 at the halftime show. That was 19 years ago? Yeah. Um... During the half Three years show. after 9-11. Yeah. Oh, wow. A little too close for my liking. Mm, that means something. There's got to be a connection. Yeah. Hmm. It was, uh, it was in Houston, Texas. February is definitely the November of the Spring. other side of the year. Yes. <laughs> you guys know what I'm getting at, though, right? Nipplegate. Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Halftime show, Super Bowl. Mm. So he did this to his hero's sister. Well, it is. Right, when you think about it, it is his hero sister. Probably his hero as well. And it's officially unknown exactly what happened, but it seems. Let me get into it. So, at the end of the performance of uh, the song "Body Talk" or "Talk," what's that song? "Talk." I'm gonna have you naked by the end of this song. Um, as the song ends, Timberlake tore off a part of Janet Jackson's black leather costume in a costume reveal meant to accompany the song lyrics, gonna have you naked by the end of the song. Uh, her representative explained that Justin intended to pull away the bustier to reveal a red lace bra, but part of the costume detached and Jackson's breast was briefly exposed. Uh, she immediately covered herself and then but, started crying. Sorry to interject, Mike, but she had sort of a um, <laughs> ornament in the shape of a sun Around her nipple, she had like a piercing or something. Was that a piercing? I didn't. I always, I didn't know if that was intentional. Like that was the ornament, or she just has the most honestly beautiful, elaborate nipple piercing I could ever imagine. Incredible! If that is just her private own nipple piercing, maybe it was wow. like a nipple jewelry or a piercing. But yes, there was something on there. It wasn't just your regular everyday. I thought it was. I thought that was intentional. Like he wanted to rip it off, and her bre- her nipple was sort of covered by this metal star. But the nipple, either way, poked through. Yeah. Right? We all know. Yes. We all know it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wait. There was, was no bare... There was no bare nipple at all? No, there was. Well, the nipple yeah. is we're, we're by looking what at James a, is saying. At a yes. picture. An elaborate but, yes. star. Yeah, I mean... Uh, metal. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I thought that was the point, but but she says yeah. there was supposed to be... It looks like the, that's what you'd want to have revealed. Right, because it's quite covered, but... Because it's uh, still not a... Like, the nipple is there, but... <laughs> And Justin's looking at it like, he's looking literally at her boob going, yeah, we did the trick. I guess we're getting a little Zapruder film about it. Yeah. But she looked looked genuinely shocked when it happened. I mean, who knows? But anyway, Mm. Timberlake apologized for the incident, saying that he was sorry that anyone was offended by the wardrobe malfunction. He also coined that term, I guess. Right, right. During that. A wardrobe malfunction I honestly think that was coined in that moment. Uh, And the phrase, yeah, became popular in the media mm. and entered pop culture now he apologized and then was fine 
But after the performance, Janet Jackson was vilified by the mm. media, and he was nominated for five Grammys, and Janet Jackson was disinvited from the Grammys. That's disinvited from the Grammys? That's really what the mean. fuck did does the what, what did this That's accident have up. to do with the Grammys? Like it's not like Do you remember how the big Super of a story Bowl. that was? Though? I do. Like, I'm not yeah. I'm just mad at that's so crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um that's wild. And and if it truly was just an accident and they didn't mean for that to happen and he pulled off the wrong thing, that's crazy. So in a statement made after the uh, incident, Jackson's management said, quote, Justin was supposed to pull away the rubber bustier to reveal a red lace bra. The garment collapsed and her breast was accidentally revealed. Meanwhile, MTV responded with a contradictory statement saying the tearing of Janet Jackson's costume was unrehearsed unplanned, completely unintentional, and was inconsistent with assurances we had about the content of the performance. Uh, Tito Jackson, her brother, reinforced this version of events in a documentary. I mean, that would be really bad if he just out of nowhere did that. I mean... That's bad. But how would... I mean, that's almost... I don't want to defend him, but uh, that's almost hard to believe he'd even think you could just naturally do that. Like, oh, I better Unless just rip off. Unless you're used to doing that. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. What's even worse, at that year's Grammy Awards, he uh, was also nominated for collaborating on the Black Eyed Peas song, Where Is the Love? Oh, yeah. He sang on that song. I remember that song. Yeah. That was I a feel big one so for bad for Janet Jackson right now. He won two Grammys. Uh, one I never for thought about this thing. Best pop vocal and best male pop vocal performance. And she's not allowed to go. Yeah. She is now. She can go now. She can go now. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. I'm like weirdly... Sh- re-shocked about this it's kind of like when i didn't I, pay attention to it when I, yeah really like when happened, it happened like, it's just sort of a funny celebrity thing i don't really care about but when you really break it down it is uh sad the and the optics is pretty bad mm. you got this white it's guy insane. singing like her brother right, <laughs> like right. exactly like her Holy brother shit ripping uh, showing her breasts and then he it boosts his career in a way and she's like had mm. a few years where she was like i think struggling so mean and I kind of parallels so with Britney, where you know they're both doing stuff, and he he benefits from it, and she he's getting off scot free, mm-hmm. and they're suffering. They're the ones paying for it, right? Yeah. He throws the the women in his life under the bus. So there was a twenty twenty one. Tim is nodding his head. Yes, <laughs> the twenty twenty one documentary called "Framing Britney Spears" brought all this up again. Um, and it prompted Justin Timberlake to issue a public apology on his Instagram page, writing, he benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. Quote, I do not want to ever benefit from others being pulled down again, he tweeted from his huge mansion. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. uh, he finished saying, I care deeply about the well-being of the people I love, uh, and I just lost the quote there. But, um, yeah. We get the idea. Mm-hmm. Where wow. were you guys when when Nipplegate happened? How did you react? I remember I I always listened to a lot of sports radio and I remember them talking about it on Toronto Sports Radio, I'm sure with very delicate care. Um that's honestly all I remember about it. I remember it being winter. I think I was living in a house um full of mice. <laughs> and I was selling CDs so that I could buy another pack of cigarettes, right? <laughs> Yeah. I remember so you were outraged know. about it. I don't know if I put too much energy towards it. And I was trying to get rent for my abandoned house <laughs> I lived in with my friend. What year did this happen? 2004. I guess 
I probably was in the military at that point, right after 9-11. You were in Afghanistan having Timmy's. Yeah. Tim at Timmy's in Afghanistan. I love it. And you were on the Afghanistan side. Yes. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah. Controversial choice, but, you know. You were guarding the opium fields. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. I'll watch these. Go ahead. <laughs> Funny stuff. So uh, Justin released uh, his second solo album, Future Sex, Love Sounds, in 2006. Uh, number one hit. He's just uh, going from success to success. This is the album that had the lead single, Sexy, back. Mm. He And he did bring Sexy back after it, its long sleep. Dormancy. Yes. <laughs> um, we were ready to start feeling sexual again. Well, after 9-11, I think people put their sexual feelings away for yeah. a number of years. Is that what it meant? Is Sexy Back basically like America's ready to have sex again yeah, after 9-11 absolutely. and the Iraq War? Yes. Yes. That's how the music goes. I'm bringing I bombed, a s- I bombed a screw <laughs> from an airplane. <laughs> 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 I'm bringing drone strikes back. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Everyone shaking their butt around. But you know what? As hellacious as the world is, you need to dance and have fun. Yes. I agree. True. That's the universal language I've always said, music. Bouncing your butt cheeks to a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Guys, what's the funniest Christmas time funny song that's ever happened? Mm. Away in a Manger. From SNL, at least. Oh, not a way. It is a funny song, but I'm specifically talking about SNL. I think, Mike, are you talking I'm about? I would say "Silent Night." Good guess as well, but I'm referring to the song "Dick in a Box" from 2006, where Justin Timberlake uh, he collaborated with Andy Samberg and the Lonely Island Men to do that unforgettable sketch. You know it. I certainly do. Yeah. And it's the premise is uh, I get you a present for Christmas yeah. to a guy to his girlfriend, and it's his yeah. dick in a box. Cut a hole in the box. Again, not very respectful towards women because yeah. that's a kind of a shitty present. Bad gift. Mm-hmm. Do you know what his original pitch, though, was? Uh, at the SNL writers' meeting, he was like, What if we do a sketch where there's a woman crying on the bathroom floor and I play guitar? And I show her my dick in a box. <laughs> and Lauren was like, Justin, I don't think that's a very good idea. Well, I, and I think they also had good the Lord, original Mike. idea, dick in a gift <laughs> bag, <laughs> which was uh, also not as good. <laughs> or, <laughs> or yeah, dick in a gift basket delivered to their house, and he's not even there, but his severed dick is in it. Yeah. And they're like, that's not funny. Diff- dick in a gift card was also really hard to execute. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Smush it down into a shape of a card. Good luck. Painting of my dick. Yeah. And that was five years after 9-11. Jeez, man. <laughs> wow. God. Yeah. Too soon. So he brought sexy back and made it okay to make dick jokes to an America that had almost lost its libido. Too soon. In 2008, after his big tour, he decided to uh, halt his music career for a bit and focus on acting in movies. Smart. He's on SNL. He's right. on Jimmy Fallon. Everyone loves his comedy and jokes. Uh, he did the movies called The Love Guru <laughs> in 2008, which did not make back its 
uh, budget. I'm oh. not making my budget back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, <clears throat> could I mention just one thing that uh, from the past? Yeah. Remember when um, SARS happened? I don't know if you're getting it. And Toronto had star uh, a bad SARS stock SARS cases. There was a big concert called SARS Stock where they had all these bands perform to raise money, and it was the Rolling Stones and ACDC and the Guess Who all performing for free and Rush. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake was like in town and asked to jump on, and then he got booed at <laughs> SARS Stock. I think like water bottles full of pee were thrown. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of mean because he was doing it for free to help raise money for <laughs> yeah. Toronto. No, I agree with you on that. That was <laughs> maybe kind of funny too. I'm bringing sexy back. Then he gets a big bottle of urine on Man. it. Uh, yes, my little brother went to that. He uh, he went to Sarah's stock. Did he throw urine at him? Uh, just a little bit of poo. I went there for a sec, and I saw the um, end of ACDC and the beginning of the Rolling Stones. But I have to say, that many people wigged me out. It's what was it like a hundred thousand people or yeah, something? Yeah, crazy. Or... For like, mm. I'm claustrophobic. Um, so if anyone listening has ever wanted to kidnap me, don't do that to me. Just kill uh, you. Just kill me. Just oh, put him God, out of his misery, like, please. Don't kill me. Please me just kill Chris, please. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone out there wants to kidnap me, leave me alone. No, but I mean, okay. What's you? Now I feel bad that I made myself vulnerable like that. But like, okay, I get claustrophobic like, too. Okay, what's your worst phobia? Mine's, I think, claustrophobia. Oh, I'm I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. Okay, and claustrophobia is not great. Yeah, Tim. Um, what is the question? Biggest fear? Phobia, yeah. Phobia. Um, what's the one about dying? <laughs> yeah, diaphobia. <laughs> diarrhea. Oh, I've got. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Say it. Say what you got. I have diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> so does Mike. I have diarrhea. 2010, The Social Network. Remember that? He I played do. Napster oh. founder Sean Parker. Mm hmm. Great big hit. Soundtrack by Trent Reznor, Nine oh, Inch Nails. Yeah. He starred alongside Cameron Diaz in Bad Teacher uh, and with Mila Kunis in Friends with Benefits. I remember liking The Social Network when it came out. I didn't see any of these other movies that he's Same. in. Same. Yeah. I still haven't seen Social Network. I think it's pretty good. It's David Fincher. Yeah. Huh? I like no, it. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> David Fincher did the Mindhunter uh, series, and I think we've talked about this on the show before. The first season's so good. Yep. Agreed. Tim, this is going to melt your damn heart. In July 2011, U.S. Marine Kelsey DeSantis uploaded a YouTube video asking Justin Timberlake to be her date to the United States Marine Corps birthday ball. They attended the event on November 13th, 2011 in Richmond, Virginia. I think that's great. Just after Remembrance Day, too. Yeah. So they get to... Maybe they spent some time together on Remembrance Day, too. Maybe. And got to reflect on the ultimate sacrifice that our men and women in uniform made. That's nice. In 20... (laughs) Here's the thing. There's two main things we've already hit. The Mm -hmm. Nipplegate thing and Britney Spears. I'm just going to read through the rest of his career. Yeah, just do the the big hits. Yeah, in 2017, he starred in a Woody Allen movie that you guys all remember. It was called Wonder Wheel. Have you ever heard of this movie? No. It's set in... uh, I guess... uh, Can you believe it's set in New York City uh, in Coney Island. The Big Apple. Big Apple. Woody finally uh, attempted to make a movie about New York. 
Only in New York can you see like a rat. <laughs> Uh, only in New York can you see your young stepdaughter and then eventually marry her. <laughs> right? Only in New York can you marry your daughter. Oh, James, remember in New a New York, York minute. You and me in New York, baby. Yeah, I went to New York. Oh with Tim. boy! Oh boy! <laughs> what? Well, just we had oh, a fun trip. We had a fun time. Yeah. The Woody Allen movie did not make back its budget. Uh, J- JT has done these incredibly successful Trolls movies. Trolls World Tour. Right. Trolls, as a father, right. do you have to see these movies? My kids like them for a sec, yeah. He was also in a Shrek movie. And uh, then his fifth studio Man of, uh, studio album, Man of the Woods, came out in 2018. And that and was that, a bomb. Yeah, right? it was a yeah. bomb yeah. because he's trying to rebrand it. Because one thing you're missing <laughs> is when, like, a bunch of years ago, everybody's voice started coming more clearly, like, you know, taking down the patriarchy, the the, the white supremacy and all that stuff. And there was a lot of uh, uh, POC voices taking back, like, the cultures that they've been co-opted from them. And JT got busted for, like, he's been like, yeah, we're just trying to make music and have fun. Stop making it about this and that. And then I feel like, you know the creators of the music like r&b and and hip-hop and stuff like that were like um we're kind of talking about you dude and so he kind of got like this rude sheltered mickey mouse club baby boy (laughs) reality bubble pop where it's like oh yeah i've been like imitating like black people's music for my whole career and and they seem to notice yeah and eclipsing them on the charts because i'm like a cute likable white boy and so he disappeared for a bit and then came back as almost like a flannel shirt wearing grunge yeah. a folk <laughs> guy from the woods. And it said, and, it, and then the album's actually called what? Like Man in the Woods? Man like, in the Woods. Like, give me a fucking break. Man of the Woods. Man I don't think it had woods. one hit. I Can don't you know any songs from it. The, if he wants to Read be true to his reality, it should be Man of Mickey Mouse. Boy. Boy of, <laughs> Boy Mickey, of Mouse Mickey Mouse time. time. Yeah. But it's Mickey like boy. they don't know what it's like to be from the woods. Everlast, <laughs> yeah. My friend JT was Everlast. Yeah, I found some sexy in the woods. <laughs> I'm putting sexy on a shelf I made by myself <laughs> <laughs> through the sweat of my brow. Yeah, yeah. I made a table. He's he's been accused in a bunch of stuff I was reading and videos you see him of. The phrase that I saw over and over again of speaking in a black scent as a white guy from Memphis, Tennessee, who does R&B music and sounds exactly like Michael Jackson. He really, the question of like, yeah, appropriation, cultural appropriation was raised. But that at that point in his career, like Man of the Woods was, I remember seeing that and laughing so hard (laughs) because that felt like a new (laughs) angle of cultural appropriation. He's like appropriating the lives of, I guess, woods-loving men that he's never for sure ever come in contact with. I don't want to say ever. I don't know. But it just seemed like, yeah, after all (laughs) that got him famous, it seemed ridiculous. Yeah. It just seemed like a a uh, Hollywood-crafted rebranding. Was it like his Chris Gaines moment? (laughs) Like worse? I don't know. 
Um, who wants to hear about his love life? In tw- uh, 2007, he began dating the actress Jessica Biel, and they became engaged in 2011 and married in 2012 at a big fancy resort in Italy, and they have uh, two boys. But They're all- probably horrible. <laughs> they're probably the two worst little bastards on the planet you know what I mean? it's true i'm just saying in 2018 he got in hot water for supporting the time's up uh movement against sexual harassment and it's in favor of gender parity he got in trouble for supporting time's up while starring in and promoting the woody allen movie wonder wheel right and he posted this thing on instagram it's a picture of justin timberlake and jessica beale smiling and he he wrote, "Here we come, and damn, my wife is hot." Hashtag times up. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag why we wear black because that was they were asked right. to wear black in support of times up. But yeah, <laughs> damn, my wife's hot. Times up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's a shredded wheat m- mind. And even though he said his wife is hot, listen to this in two, uh, 2019. He was spotted holding hands with the co-star of the movie uh, he was doing named Alicia Wainwright. It was a movie called Palmer. Uh, and they made like the tabloids for uh, getting a little friendly. And uh, he had to issue a public apology. God damn, damn it. My, ho- my co-star is hot. Time's <laughs> up. <laughs> I love holding hands. Time's up. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry I held hands with you. I'm sorry I held hands with my attractive co-star. To all of my fans out there, I owe you a big <laughs> apology. I was holding hands with a lady. These are not the values of a mouseketeer. <laughs> These are not the values of a man from the woods. <laughs> man so, from the woods was his ode to uh, Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> yeah, the cover is just you see a shed, yeah, and like a. I'm bringing letter bombs back. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not is that ticket? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bomber. He, probably, he did a bit. Huh? I got mixed up with the other guy. The last bad thing I have here is Justin Timberlake is an avid golfer. And that is the story of Justin Timberlake. Wow, Mike. Wow. I mean, wow, that was job, very, Mike. very in depth. Thank you for that. Thank well, you, Tim, for suggesting JT. Let's waste no time and bring out the evilometer. Oh, look! Here comes the evil. It was dancing. So he's so fleet-footed, dancing just like a certain Michael Jackson used to. And look, he's got. Oh, he's holding hands with someone who's not his wife. <laughs> evilometer, <laughs> what are you doing? And you're um have uh, s- s- stacks of money from all of your big hits. Oh, and the evilometer is serenading someone who's bleeding on the floor of a bathroom. <laughs> Timmy boy, um, what's up, buddy? This is the evilometer, and we give every Hello. topic a, a a number on the evil scale. Oh yes, one right, least okay. evil, ten most evil. Yeah. What would you give JT? <sighs> okay, here's the thing. I think we all agree. JT is not the most evil man no. of all time, right? No. But you can just tell, like, this isn't a court of law, right? This isn't legally binding. You know, you can just tell he's bad. You know what I mean? You can tell he's bad. So I'm going to give JT a five. But it's like, it's like a shitty five. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. you suck. I can tell you're slimy. I don't like you. Five. 
It's like a five with blood dripping off of it. Yeah, and just like some goo. Some goo. Some goo sludge. on it. All right. That's five. a gooey, sludgy, bloody five. I want to say that I know I said some off-color jokes on this one, and, you know, a little... I was a little rude myself, you know? You're so bringing rude back. I'm bringing rude back. But I want to say, and you know, when we have episodes like this, I can't help but have a little bit of empathy for the fact that a kid gets ground up in the Hollywood machine and then they grow up in the public's eye. So some of the mistakes that he made as a kid were probably, um, you know, they were out there in the tabloids for everybody to read and exploit for many, many years. And we all make mistakes, especially transitioning from like a kid to a teen to a man, you know, in the early days. So some of that I will take into account. But now that he's older and he's gone through that growing phase of learning life lessons and maybe important things about who he is and who he identifies as, and uh, uh, he still was holding hands with someone. <laughs> I don't know. I think the I think there was some pretty rough disregard for for some ladies in his life, which is really sad. Um, but ultimately, because our scale, uh, it seems to be shrinking these days, and I want to keep it kind of a grand, epic scale from one to ten. There's so many different types of evil men out there. I'm I'm giving him a three. Yep. Okay. I will. I very well said. I'm going one point nine, Michael. One point nine. Whoa! <laughs> you practically like the guy. No, I don't. 1.9. I don't. I don't. Oh, I mean, I could say two point one, but I'm. I agree with what Chris says. Like, he's a bad. He's he's acted like a shithead. No question. The Britney Spears stuff and the Janet Jackson stuff. You know, and then that hurt my feelings, all that stuff. But the thing is, is you don't know who's behind him pushing what and what for him to say and how to act in the PR mm. system. So I thought three was pretty lenient, but 1.9, sure, I see that too. You're like 1.1 points away from me. Not that crazy. Not that crazy. No. I'll give him 6.5. Okay. Wow. Pretty evil. Wide range. Six yeah. million dollars for that. Can you believe it? Right. Six million. So you're just giving him a six point five just for selling out to McDonald's. No, no, I didn't expect him to not like he didn't uh ever have principles that he sold out to begin with, probably. But right. but uh it he is wasn't crazy. Punk like a, <laughs> he was, <no>. yeah. <laughs> but six million dollars. I would do it for six million dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll ask them for Christ's sake. Well, I'll send an email to McDonald's.ca. <laughs> I'm sure McDonald's listens to this podcast. Oh, for sure. I sent an email the other day to Firehouse Subs. Has anybody ever been to Firehouse Subs? No. I sent an email complimenting them. I said, I think you're so good. I love you. You got to do it. And then they wrote me an email back saying, we're so sorry to hear about what happened. Here's a thousand sub points. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you really just say, I love you? Yes. And it's just their stock e- response because everyone's yes. always complaining, probably. That's yeah. so funny. Good way to get a thousand sub points. Whoa. I'm going to email them. I love them now. <laughs> what should. is the best sub? Oh, my God. Oh, they're all so good, Mike. I mean, you can't. I think you love subs. I do love subs. Because you brought up belly busters in multiple times. We've been hanging out. I don't out. think multiple times. A few. 
Um, what can I say? I used to think Quiznos was a cut above Subway, but it probably wasn't, and they're gone now, aren't they? Quiznos, oh, Quiznos like they're still. I got food poisoning <laughs> from Quiznos. I think we brought this up on an episode. We already. did, yeah. but they would put uh, pepper on your sub. Wasn't that the thing? They would garnish it with a little hot pepper. Oh, right. You could go put your own little hot oh, peppers I, those on. They had pepper that little hot pepper bar. Yep. Yep. Hey, have you tried like Lambos or whatever they're called? <laughs> Very I, do good. Do you want to go? It's, yeah. I, I could it's walk good. there. Let's go. Right now? Well, you go After tomorrow. You do you want to go tomorrow? Food? No. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I want to go. It's good. And well, go. You've had it? Yes. Is it called Lambos? Yes. Yeah, it's really good. Amazing. In it. Toronto, check out Lambos and... Firehouse Subs. And Firehouse importantly, subs. Friday, October 27th. Yes. Check yes, out. That is important, too. One more time, guys. Check this oh, out. shit. We promoted Firehouse <laughs> Subs and forgot to promote our show. <laughs> Darn it. And they don't pay us, We wasted way. all Firehouse our airtime supporting submarine sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Friday, uh, Friday October 27th, October 27th 8 p.m. Paradise, Paradise Theater, Theater on, on Bloor Street in Toronto. The two Draculas live like you've never seen them before. It's going to be hell. insane. It's going to be insane. If you've <laughs> listened to this episode, you only, you only you only heard a smidgen of our potty mouth. Yeah. It's going to yeah. go. It's so fun. And James, Sean Cullen, Jackie Pirico, and Aaron Eves are going to join us. And who and knows who else might and join who us? Knows who, who knows who else? Damn. Pokeroo might even fucking be Pokeroo. there. Well, I'll put yeah. the link for the tickets Poker. in the show notes. Please, Thanks. thank Listeners, you. please buy them. Please come, everyone. Oh, and We've if you're really a hardcore evil man listener, here. if you're listening to this right on Thursday when it comes out and you're a Torontonian or Friday day, uh, there, if you go on Eventbrite, there is a promo code, HALLOWEEN20, all caps, HALLOWEEN20. You get 20% off your ticky. Yeah. All right? So use that. So please, listen come on. to that. HALLOWEEN20, 20% off ticky. It will be a fun time. You'll have fun. You'll like, you know, it'll be a fun Friday night. You guys are the funniest. I guarantee you'll see something you've never seen before. Two Draculas, Halloween laugh mare. And you should project the penis of Michael Jackson behind you on the the big screen. (laughs) Well, guys, that was another excellent episode of... has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 